You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Kent Davenport here. Welcome back to the Producer's Perspective Podcast. Today, in the new podcast format, I'm going to be talking about what I believe is going to become an endangered species on Broadway. And that is something I have a bunch of experience with, revivals. We're going to talk about how the revival model is going to be challenged in the upcoming years But don't give up hope yet. If you're a classic musical lover, there may be a place for them. Listen in to find out what that place is next. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producer's Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. Hey, it's Ken. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I hope it's pulling back the curtain on this business of Broadway. If you're looking to learn more about what makes this industry tick, go to my website, kentdavenport.com, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you one email a week, one article about what I'm seeing, trends, insights, marketing ideas on what's happening on Broadway right now. That's kentdavenport.com. Hope to see you there and in your inbox. Hey everybody, Ken Davenport here. Welcome back to the Producer's Perspective podcast. Today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is recouping shows. That's right, we're talking about when shows recoup, when they make their money back and start paying profit back to the investors and to the producers. It's what we do it all for because in actuality, producers are making really much money on the way towards recoupment. Investors are certainly not. Uh, We're all trying to get to recoupment, frankly, just so we can do another show. My goal is to get my investors their money back so they'll invest again. And I often hear this from investors that their sole goal is actually just to get their money back. They know that this is a risky proposition, and if they get it back, they'll just do it again. And if you drill enough holes in this business, eventually you are going to strike oil uh, and get one of those big, big hits. Uh, So we're going to talk about recoupment, um, and specifically in terms of revivals. In my introduction, I talked about how I believe that revivals are becoming an endangered species on Broadway, Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in relation to their recoupment rate. So we study this a lot, and I will tell you that the anecdotal rule of thumb in terms of the number of shows that recoup their investment is one out of five. It is, this is the the, the most common data you will hear spoken on the street that for, and for decades, by the way, that 20% of the shows that are produced on Broadway recoup their investment, one out of five. By the way, that's how I refer to it. Anyone that says four out of five shows don't work, I tell you, you got to spin that around, especially for all those of you who are pitching pitching your own shows. Make sure that you are framing it in the style of one out of show, five shows make money. 20% want to think positively. Think positively, right? So that's been the average. So I, I, stress, che- I stress test this amount every so often or this, this rate to make sure that it's still holding true. And very recently, I dug into the rate of recoupment of shows over the last five years and the last 10 years. And what I discovered that the recoupment rate for musicals, new musicals, was actually holding true at that 20% rate. It's, it's unbelievable how that number actually holds through the years. 
yes, expenses have gotten higher in our business, but also there have been premium ticket prices, et cetera. So you can rest assured that the number is about 20% uh, and actually just a little bit higher than that. Now, I also decided to look at revivals because this is the business of revivals has changed. And I sensed it changed quite dramatically because I produced three of them. I produced Godspell, I produced Spring Awakening, and I produced Once on this Island. Three very different reactions in the market from Godspell, which was a beloved show of a classic musical, uh, got a so-so review in the New York Times and wasn't even nominated for a Tony Award, although it should have been. Uh, all the way, of course, to Once on this Island, which got rave reviews in the New York Times, won a Tony Award. Unfortunately, none of those three shows recouped. And I was like, I don't understand it. Because when I started in this business, I used to describe revivals as bonds and new musicals were stocks. So when I was describing shows to investors or even students, I would think you got to think of a new musical as like a stock. It's higher risk. There's huge potential return. Um, but there's, there's also potential for outright complete loss. Revival is a safer bet. It's more of a bond. There's not as much upside, right? You don't participate in some of those things that you participate in in, uh, in a new musical like potential movie deal or subsidiary rights, etc. Speaking very generally, of course. Uh, so, it, But you have a brand name with a revival. So you have a little bit more protection. Uh, and I used to think that, you know, the worst case you're going to do with a revival, especially limited run, is maybe you'll get half your money back, 25% of your money back, but you'll never wipe out, right? Well, the business has changed significantly. And I noticed this with a couple of my own shows, so I decided to study it. And just like I found out that the new musical rate of return was over 20%, I then calculated the rate of return or the recruitment rate for revivals. And guess what? The recoupment rate for Broadway musical revivals in the last 10 years, previous to the pandemic, of course, was 18.52%. That's right. The recoupment rate of revivals was less than the recoupment rate of new musicals. And if we look at the past five years, the recoupment rate of revivals of musicals in the previous five seasons on Broadway was 16.67%, even worse. So just to make this very, very clear, it is now riskier to do a revival than it is a new musical just based on your Broadway run alone, right? Now, you factor in that New musicals have much more upside potential. They have an average run that's longer on Broadway. There is the potential for stock and amateur, subsidiary income, international productions, movie, theme parks, all sorts of crazy things, right, can happen with new musicals. And generally speaking, your future potential with a revival is much more limited, much more limited. And there's less of a chance you're going to get your money back on Broadway, right? So this means when you are an investor, if you're a producer, you're looking at what to do. Revivals are riskier. That's simple. Revivals have now become riskier. So what does that mean? Does that mean we're not going to do them anymore? No, of course not. But you have. There's no. 
green light, red light in this business, or frankly, in any business, you have to mitigate, you have to look at the risks and then mitigate them as best as you can. And we go into these now knowing that revivals are riskier. I, I, I've said I'm never going to do a revival again. But every time I say never, I end up doing something. So I may do one again, but you can bet I'm going to build it on a different economic model because I'm going to be able to say to everybody, the data shows that it's riskier. So how can we mitigate that risk? How can we make this more attractive to investors when on paper, it's just simply not? Is that a star? Is that a shorter period of time or a longer period of time run of show? Is that, yes, let me participate in future subsidiary or a potential movie, et cetera, et cetera. So all of these are great questions to ask if you're going to do a revival. So, but I, I, in general, I think, one, they're going to be endangered because the economics are just harder. They're just harder. And people know there's much more upside with new stuff. That's the number one reason they're going to be uh, endangered. The number two reason they're going to be endangered is we've just done a whole heck of a lot of them. You know, we forget that the musical theater canon is not that old, right? And we've revived a lot of these things. And we've tried to spit out a couple after just a few years on Broadway. Into the Woods came back relatively quickly. A number of shows have come back quickly and we see limited returns. Even I brought Spring Awakening back relatively quickly, although it was an entirely different production because it was the Deaf West theater production, right? There was a reason to bring that back now. But even that we had challenges because it had been on Broadway. You know, people, we forget that the ticket buyers are not as in tune to what's happening on Broadway as we are. I've been to focus groups where we bring up a revival, the Gypsy revival that I worked on as a company manager years ago. It was the Bernadette Peters, and we were in a focus uh, group about it. And some people in the focus group thought it was the Tyne Daily Gypsy from the 90s, and that had just not closed. And this was now 2002, right? So don't underestimate the ability of the theater, the ticket buyer, to not be as in tune as you are with what's happening on Broadway. So we've, we've produced a lot of these revivals. I'm not sure how many more times we're going to be able to do them. We're running out of shows to revive. And third, and most importantly right now, is that as we dig into these revivals and as we read them again, especially in light of everything that's happening in this country, thankfully, we're looking at it through a different lens, a 2021 lens. And the dust and the creakiness and the inappropriateness of many of these revivals is becoming painfully clear. And I question whether people, theaters, whether it's on Broadway, regional, etc., are going to want to do these shows, especially because in the past it's been very difficult to get things changed. And so many things about these some some of these older shows need to be changed. They are not appropriate to be done right now, whether that's characters, whether that's language, whether that's, you know, the most famous example I think uh, I remember seeing, and this was also in the 90s in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying when a woman sings, uh, I'm just happy to keep his dinner warm, right? Do we want to hear that in 2021? No, and that's just the beginning. There are so many racial issues, gender issues that I believe producers, theaters are just going to say, you know what, let's just do something new instead. Let's do something that's more current, that's more modern, that's more appropriate and actually 
more profitable instead. And what I love about this trend, if this prediction holds true, is that it means we're going to see a huge demand for new writers and new theater makers of all types from all places and all walks of life. I'm very, very bullish about the theatrical renaissance that com- that's coming, and I believe it's going to usher in an entire new generation of voices for the musical theater. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Producers Perspective Podcast. If you agree with me, tell me on social media. You can comment on facebook.com backslash Ken Davenport or follow me on Instagram at Ken Davenport B-Way. If you agree with me, I want to hear from you. If you disagree with me, I want to hear from you even more. Thanks again for listening to the Producers Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it. It will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.